You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Thanks for hopping in. This is from my mama bears. Um, if you're not a supporter of Emily No, he puts out massive videos and good truth. And um, I've been a supporter of him for at least about a year now. Big support. And I usually don't like to take the whole thing. I'm going to try to take bits and pieces of him because his stuff is long and I don't like to have an hour. But if I could share this on my social media, if you would share his on video on the social media, I think it's time we Americans, we mama bears stand the shit up and go with the momentum that's going right now in Canada and everywhere and do it in your area. It's time. It's time we um, use the tactics and I'm going to talk about these tactics um, in between and tell you how to get to them. So if you've not listened to him, I've shared his stuff before and I will keep sharing stuff. But I usually share some natural healing, some good tips, but right now we need to join the fight to win the battle. And there's a big battle going on right now, and people don't understand this battle that's going on right now. And it's globally, they're taking our rights. So. Only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. Let's dive into this. Let's go a little further. Um, if I want to get where I want to share this stuff. Okay, he, he interviews um, Trump. I don't know what I think of Trump anymore, but you do your own math. But um, what's going on in Canada as I'm recording this in February, and I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. So let's see if I can get this to play again. It's significantly increased in Europe in the Indo-Pacific in the month of January 2022. Significant decrease seen in the Middle East. So the Middle East is dropping while troops seem to have a lot of presence and movement and increase in other parts of this earth. So uh, here we are. There's another long part of this interview. I'm going to play the beginning, then I'm going to scroll to the a certain part I wanted you guys to see. It works for itself, which is a statement I completely agree right. with. But what I hear from a lot of people is that it's exhausting going through the process of fighting back against the swamp. Your presidency was exhausting to them. And they're, they're exhausted by that fight. Well, they're more exhausted now by this uh, Biden fight. Look at what's going on. Yeah. He's very divisive. But with us, don't forget, we came in and the first day we got there, we were hit with a phony Russia, Russia, Russia deal. We had to fight that, so we were fighting that and doing more than any president just about has ever done for our country. We built the economy, we rebuilt the military, we opened Space Force, uh, we had low interest rates, we have we cut the taxes and regulations more than any president has ever cut taxes or regulations. We did a great job. But at the same time, we were fighting the radical left on the impeachment hoaxes, which was, what, over a perfect phone call to Ukraine. It was perfect. Tim Scott, the great senator from South Carolina, read it. He said, because we had a transcript, he said, this call is perfect. What is so they go over that. They go over the fact that uh, Biden has dropped to 17% in the yeah. approval rate. I'm surprised he even has that much. 
And then we get to this part I thought was very interesting. This, um, this reporter, this journalist, I think he did a great job in this interview in actually asking the correct questions in the right way, in the right manner. So let's check this out. You're, you're now, for the time being, a little bit out of politics. You go back into the... A little, you, bit. If you, a little bit. But if you go back in, you, you get attacked again. It costs you money. It costs you a tremendous amount of wealth to, to play this game with them. So what, what is it? What drives you? I mean, the, the one thing I think everybody asks me, and the one thing I ask myself about you, because I, I watch you and I say, this, I've never met anybody that has that kind of drive, that, that has got to do stuff as much as you do. I mean, most people by your age just want to relax. You want to go back into this war zone? I mean, you're, you're flirting with it right now. You're not going to announce, and I understand that. But to go back into there, I think people would have to say you're crazy. Very simple reason. We have a great country that's going to hell, and it's going to hell very fast, and we're not going to have a country left. And I did a great job. I did more than most presidents would do in 30 years between the taxes and the regulations and the business and everything else. Then I got, we got hit with the COVID from China and they got to pay something for that. They're going to pay something. Nobody could afford, you know, it's probably $60 trillion worldwide. That's really the damage, 60 trillion. Not talking about all the debt that they caused, but our country is going to hell and we're going to make America great again, again. I sort of say it, I smile. But there's nothing to smile about because our country is going bad. We're not going to have a country much longer if it keeps going. I don't think any president has done this damage. You can go through, you can add up five presidents. They haven't done the damage that this man has done in the last year. If you look at everything with the economy, the inflation, the COVID, the military embarrassment in Afghanistan, our military has gone down in the eyes of the public 70%. And our military is great. I knocked out ISIS, don't forget. I killed, I, I knocked out ISIS. We were told you couldn't do it. I did it in two months. We have great military. We have great generals, except for the television generals. They're stupid people. But our military is great. I rebuilt our military. They gave $75, 85000000000 billion worth of equipment, handed it to the Taliban, the enemy. And then they had a parade saying what a stupid country America, what a stupid country the United States is. Mm -hmm. They have a parade showing off 70,000 trucks, 700,000 machine guns and guns and other weapons, night goggles right out of the box, better than what we have because it was the newest version of it. It's embarrassing. Uh, Planes, tanks, everything. Let's ask about the picture book real quick before we go. Yeah. Just so you can, I mean, this this book is actually... So it's interesting, right? Great question leads you to just ask the president, what are you thinking? I mean, you're getting up in age. Don't you want to just retire? And his uh, question, his answer is this country is going to hell. And it's interesting, instead of just saying this country's got some serious issues, we need to take care of them, get rid, get rid of the swamp and talk in general, you know, type of rhetoric, polit- political type rhetoric. He just throws in what exactly we're going through. Hell, that means that we've got demonic entities attacking in all stages, going after everyone. It's coming at all angles, and we're experiencing that. And so we feel it. It's heavy at times. Sometimes, you know, in the middle of all of this, we like to make sure that we have people that put together things to keep us, you know, kind of riding this without worrying so much 
Here's a meme put together by what they call actual Secret Service audio of Biden getting lost at the White House. And oh, I believe this is just love, a joke, but love, imagine. love this. Secret Service team, the Eagle has landed and is making his way down the helicopter stairs. We know his history with stairs, and this could be a disaster. Stand by. Eagle has made it down the stairs. He was a little wobbly at the end, but he made it. Eagle appears to be very disoriented today. We're going to need to do like last time and point out exactly where we need him to go. Secret Service team, prepare to point. Hold that point. Perfect. No way he could miss that. Eagle will be turning in five, four, three, two. He missed his mark. He missed his mark. Eagle is wandering. Jesus Christ. All units be advised. We are going to need a pretty lady or small child of some sort with nice smelling hair to get the eagle back on track. And we've lost visual. So that's one, part one, part two. Secret Service team, Eagle is on the move. Please secure the perimeter from any unexpected hugs. The Eagle is already waving like a maniac. We may have a situation on our hands. Code red, code red. The Eagle is talking without a teleprompter. This is not a drill. Someone get a teleprompter in front of this man. All units, the Eagle has reached the Eagle's nest. Please sweep the area for Hunter Biden and prepare for the Eagle's third afternoon nap. Great work, team. That was pretty good. Somebody put together we'll some good stuff. Good audio there. And it definitely shows us what type of uh, freak that is. And then the other freak would be this Trudeau guy calling everyone involved in the convoys racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's calling them racist. He's calling them all kinds of things. And uh, that they're filled with hate and they've got hate speech and they're violent. And stand by because they're trying to put together where they've discovered that he's been funding Antifa. Sort of, I believe it was $45 million he threw at him to uh, go in there and disrupt things and make it look like the truckers are causing problems. Remember how they did January 6th? Oh, yeah, they're going to try it. I'm going to show you a video clip where somebody caught them, and it's uh, it's not going to work well for them. So we're at amwino.com. Uh, right now, the website is being transferred over. This is what you're going to see if you go there now. Looks like this domain isn't connected to a website. Please yet. go support him. Um, I hope that... You're getting a little out of this because I thought that was like super humorous, super humorous. And, <clears throat> but it's, we become a laughing stock of a nation and what's been going on in Canada is remarkable and amazing. And we need to be um, supportive and we need to stand up with you. Don't back down Canadians stand up further, push harder, make your voices louder, bring on the pressure because the tyranny is going to kill people and has killed people and they are working so hard, but we on the right of God on our backside. And so I hope that you keep fighting with the good fight. Okay, here's this Canadians. I'm going to be courageous and speak out. So could you just let me off right here? I'm going to, I'm going to walk home. Can you imagine? Nobody does that. <laughs> so he calls it intolerance and hate because they want freedom. What an idiot. And you think, you know, it's funny that this used to work before social media, before everybody was awake, maybe back, you know, 30, 40 years ago when they had control of the masses through television and radio. But anyway, he has a meltdown and he deletes it. Things, things can't be going well in the bunker. But anyway, let's look at the racists and the terrible truckers that, what are they up to over there? Oh, they're letting little kids on thorns.
Yep, yep, all that racism. I tell you, we used to love that, folks. Remember driving, you know, back in our day, you tell our kids all the time, we didn't have minivans. We had station wagons with furniture siding. And uh, we had to lay in the back. We had to lay in the back. And, you know, I had, you know, five sisters at the time. We did cross country. Well, actually, a cross country. Well, yeah. We used to go from Georgia to New Mexico. And sometimes we went up to North Dakota and back down. And I tell you, you do those long rides and that cereal starts getting old and those uh, Okay, he wants to talk about that. We were in the back of a truck with a camper with all of us and did California. So, um, that's what I did. Anyway, there's uh, President Trump. Remember that 18-second video from President Trump when he had the truckers visit him? Yeah, it's, you know, so we're getting some comms there. Canadian truckers to know that we are with them all the way. Yep, we're with them all the way. You're witnessing watching the systematic destruction of the old guard. Power will return to the people. We are with you, patriot. We honor your service to our great country. Without people like you, the world would be lost. Godspeed. We had another one. I hope someday patriots, vets, and anons get the respect that we deserve. Marine anons have felt betrayed by the same people we were willing to die to protect. I felt lost until you showed up in October. Thank you for from the depths of my heart. This board has more power and influence than anyone can comprehend. And yes, it is does so i had an opportunity to talk to a patriot on the front lines with this convoy and uh called him got him on the line and uh, we talked and so i'll uh, share that with you in a moment but here's uh, just another view that is absolutely amazing and remember um, as we're talking, this is Paul, and uh, we had a great conversation. It's great to hear from the front lines. All right, um, so we've got Paul with us. We were connected uh, through Angie and Jamie and just received an amazing um, bit of information. You know, we see a lot of clips, folks, from from Canada. I've been sharing a lot from the truckers, and it's happening worldwide. And Paul happens to be on the front lines there, and it's just an amazing story. And I just want to hear from him today. So, um, so Paul, how did you get involved in this? Um, well, I just uh, saw some stuff on Facebook about it, and uh, I was uh, let go from my job for refusing to comply with the mandates on uh, the Friday. And I went to the our local rally that we have in the city, Calgary, on Saturday. I've been going to them a lot, and... Um, after that, I started watching as the convoy was building on the province to my west and as they were coming across, and then I uh, just felt that I was supposed to get involved, so I um, wasn't at work anymore, but I just jumped in my pickup truck and uh, joined in with the convoy to see how I could help out. Yeah, you said not work anymore, but you, you said something about being fired or removed because of the of the jab. Is that how it worked? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my work came out with some mandates on uh, jabbing and um, temporary testing, and uh, I was not willing to comply with what was going on and, and many. Mm. And they, they might not have believed or agreed with what was going on over the past um, two years, but uh, they, they 
and they were scared to speak up. They didn't want to be labeled as a conspiracy theorist or anything else. And now they they have a voice to get behind, and they have they feel like if someone else stood up, then they have to. So um, they've uh, gone to the. It, it's just letting everybody rise up all across the country and do whatever they can to help with this together. Yeah, and what what are you seeing specifically there? You mentioned something about um, believers and what have you. Yeah, what was what was interesting about that? Yeah, a lot, a lot of the people that are here now in Ottawa have uh, Bible verses on their trucks, and they um, people are praying together in groups. And there's a lot of uh, local churches coming out and um, offering their building for people to use bathrooms, and uh, members are bringing food out. And uh, it's just been really neat to see God working through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's tremendous for me because we've we see a lot of the clips. We see a lot of the people hanging out and to hear straight from you on how this is playing out. It's very interesting. Now, I thought this was going to last maybe two days and everybody would just go home. Um, is that what, not what you're telling me earlier? No, it took the better part of a week for these trucks to just get across the country and thousands of dollars of fuel and um these guys just didn't come for a Saturday night party. Uh, we're all here to uh, make sure something gets done. Yeah, and how long? I mean, how long are you willing to stay? I mean, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, right now, we're all willing to stay as long as it takes because uh, this is it. We have to stand up now. Yeah, and I mean, how, how you know, my what goes through my mind is you mentioned like a month or two, and. You know, how, how in the world are you guys going to eat? Where are you going to, you know, I always think about restroom breaks and all this stuff that goes through my mind. I mean, how does that work? Because I have no clue. Most folks probably don't. Well, the they were trying to raise $100,000 in GoFundMe to pay for the fuel to get here. Um, in a matter of weeks, it's $10 million raised. And they've uh, there's some hotel rooms that have been rented with some of that money and fuels being bought. So that all, all the guys can go and use the hotel rooms to have showers and clean up, and um, there's there's more food being dropped off to us than we can even eat. There's leftovers being piled up on trailers and people begging to eat it, and the, the people have just been so generous. Everyone's coming together. God's hands. God is working in prayers. Every food package has handwritten cards and pictures from kids and bible verses and it's just uh incredible how everyone wants to help because this is the only hope anyone's seen for a long time yeah so it's pretty amazing as we went through that interview and uh paul's going to be able to prevent present more information to us as we go forward one of the great things that i noticed also was the rebel news showing this the police trying to shut down a canadian trucker freedom convoy look what happened good faith trying to negotiate with law enforcement and with the authorities to try to end this uh, end, end this, uh, this set of circumstances uh, amicably and uh, you know in a, in a manner that is in the best interest of all parties and I think that you know you guys are just essentially uh, saying no go and it's uh, it's a very clear what message. Here today is to message. That is message. Your message. Your message. Your message. Your message. Your message. Your message. You're not making it a communication. You're saying you are moving now. That's not communication. That is not communication. That's demand. So that's not the message that Greg said, okay? 
Okay, we've listened to you. Greg's trying to tell you the message, so I just want to make this clear. And then we can talk to your legal representative and see if another option becomes available, but we need to deliver this message. And in return, we have heard you, and we will deliver that message back to our We have heard you. But the communication and direction we've been given is this. You, if you do not wish to be here or do not wish to have your truck impounded and be arrested, you're being given the option to move out to your vehicle and leave. Once we start enforcement action, people will be arrested, trucks will be impounded and seized. That is the message we were told to deliver, so we're delivering it. In return, George, correct, George? Yeah. We will deliver your message that that is not what you want to do, that you have no intent to comply. What, what we want is communication on a different level. We, we want communication on a non-demanding, like whoever your authorities are, they need to talk to us. This, this is unnecessary. You guys, I understand you're doing your job. We're doing, I, I'm, I'm not at my work. I'm here, I left my work behind to stand for you guys as well. So just come in here and just demand and we're enforcing this, that's not the right thing to do. We want to do this together. But let's do this together. Get your authorities to come and sit down with us. We will communicate. We want to do this together. So you see they're trying to have a conversation with a couple of guys there that are saying this is what's going to happen. We're going to remove you. We're going to have the tow trucks come and remove your trucks. And we're going to start arresting folks if they don't get out of here. Really? So you're going to take 70-something miles, 80 miles of folks, and you're just going to start arresting them. You're going to bring in your SWAT teams and all that, right? Well, go ahead and uh, good luck with that because when you head over and start calling the tow trucks, I wonder what the tow truck companies are going to do. I just sitting in my truck here warming up. I just got a bunch of nice fruit dropped off to me. And I was just talking to this gentleman and this nice lady came by and had something to share with everybody. You want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. What, what just happened here? Okay, I was just talking to a local that lives right here in Ottawa. He's been here for 30 years. He knows what's happening. And he told me that the mayor of Ottawa is, he called the tow truck companies to start towing these semis off from the streets. And every company said they have COVID. Imagine that. Yeah. Don't worry, Justin. We'll be gone by yesterday. <laughs> Look at that smile. Imagine that. Don't worry, Justin. We'll be gone by yesterday. I mean, folks, isn't that something? That is just wonderful to hear that the tow truck drivers all are claiming that they are positive with the coronavirus. The one thing that they threw on the people that they know is not real is coming back to bite them. And that's just great. Let's see if they can just keep the coronavirus until uh, these mandates are finally lifted. And, you know, maybe these uh, leaders will finally either be arrested, they'll walk away, and Klaus Schwab will say, I surrender, and they'll take him away and hang him for treason and uh, his crimes against humanity. Who knows? Anyway, it gets my blood feeling good. Also, get the blood uh, feeling good would be this uh, sluggish blood. You know, if you've got it, real and overlooked problem. There's something that can happen. Sorry, I don't like to share his ads. I don't know about those things. Um, I'm not sure about that company, so I don't want to share his ads. But I do have more of his that is important. You can go watch the videos. You can support it. But I really just going to push Mama Bear's need to stand up. 
mama bears need to get the school and do it um, I have two videos. I shared it. One, if you're not following me on my Instagram, I shared it on my Instagram and somebody else put it out. So no, um, I don't know how to share that for say on my Telegram, but there's good stuff going on my Telegram too. Newsbacks, um, here we go. But they not necessarily anti-vax. No, that's right. No, they but don't want to. They don't want to be yeah. told that yeah. they have to put this in the body, and I understand that. Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud of what we've done. Also with therapeutics, I mean, we have, you know, between the Regeneron and all the other stuff that we've come out, we have things that really can make you better and do make you better. And Biden doesn't have them. They don't even talk about them. But these uh, well, Why do you think they suppress therapeutics? Why, why do you think they don't I like don't to talk? I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. The therapeutics are powerful and they're good and they're making people better and they don't even talk about them. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it makes sense when to I me because to people, it's all about the money. It's all about getting those billions put in their pockets and lining them up and all those politicians that took it. And so you go a step further, you have the more footage, just incredible footage from this. Wanted to show it to you. That is tremendous. Just love seeing these, uh, the footage that people send in. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, look at this. And so they're honking like crazy in the cities. It's driving the liberals and those that can't uh, handle the freedom. It's driving them crazy. And I was going to show you a clip of some guy who actually came out and was screaming his lungs off at the truckers, telling him, I just want one night where I can sleep. Um, he's getting tired of it, and they had a you know, great conversation with him, but every other word seems like it was a cuss word, and I just uh, just didn't have time to edit all of that out. It was just too much. But anyway, and Anon put out the honking so incredibly effective at causing accelerated menticide in the normal folks. It is tantamount to a miracle. There is no need to boil the frog or slow roll the honking. These people have no principles or convictions. They will not fight for anything because the stand they stand for nothing. Honking is literally the accelerate meme applied in real time. They are breaking down so fast, they, the people that are losing their minds, that the narrative writers don't know what to do, those uh, deep state folks. We are not playing the same game as them, so why would we use their rules? There's only honk. Almost reminds me somebody put out a meme showing the um, the walls of Jericho when they blew the trumpets and yelled with their voices and those walls came tumbling down. Just keep on honking and do it for months and months on end. And I think maybe the people that uh, just can't take it anymore that say that they're severe liberals and they we want to wear a mask every day, two masks, three masks, and we want to every jab in our body we can get because we trust the science. Maybe, just maybe, they'll finally come out and have a conversation, realize what's been going on and say, all right, we're with you guys. We want the honkins to stop. Let's get the this uh, <laughs> let's get these guys to we're going to join with you and put a stop to all this. And so in an epic moment, farmers evaded police barricades near Cuts, Canada, to support and bolster the trucker blockade at the U.S.-Canadian border. Holy shit. 
Yep, so they just rush right around the blockade, and off they go, down the hill, over through the median, and up to the road they go. What are you guys going to do there, old trucks, the old sheriff? What you going to do with that little bitty truck against those big old trucks? Not a thing. <laughs> so good. And so, you know, they try their little blockade, and then, of course, they're going to have the Antifa come in and pretend that they're the patriots with their trucks and they're going to um, start beating everybody up and, th you know, breaking the windows in the city and they're going to say, we're with the truckers, right? And watch this. This is a video out to Antifa. You come back here again and you'll get what you got this afternoon. You think you're... Oh, I got cut off. Let me play right here. Up. Cause problem for us, truckers? No, we won't tolerate it. You'll get what you got. Again, you have a good one. So I had a video in the last uh, video that a clip where a guy thought that he was going to get by with walking through the crowd, pretending to be one of them, and it didn't work out so well. I mean, the guy just was just walking around. I mean, folks could see him just like he was just, you know, right there. I mean, everybody seems to be paying attention to this stuff now. They're really catching on to who the good guys are and who the bad guys are, and it's uh, it's waking a lot of folks up. And then, of course, they're mentioning Paul's mentioning we need help on the border for the American side to stop this. Uh, they have these blockades set up. You have the U.S.-Canada border crossing in Alberta. Look at this. They have blockaded that bad boy. And there's video clips coming in from there. I mean, look at that, folks. Blockade. Imagine when everything just gets shut down completely. Yeah, maybe they'll, uh, all the elites will just probably fly into Denver Airport and go down below in the deep underground military bases and just hunker down while we uh, pick a new government. That'd be a great thing. Get, the, get rid of these folks and we'll just chase them down later on. And so all kinds of things going on with the, with the truth falling forward. Um, then you've got the American Patriots gathering at the wall in Mission, Texas to stand for God and country. So there you go. I mean, everybody's uh, going in each border on both sides, and they've had enough. And the people, we the people, are taking back everything that's going on. And then you have the Scottsdale Unified School District. They're getting uh, served, right? There's a notable strategy for ending tyranny in your school districts. A single mother employed this strategy. Every public official has a surety bond. This mother got a hold of the bond and filed a claim against the superintendent of the school. Because she listed all of the illegal activities in the claim, they couldn't fight back against it. All state and federal funding stopped until the claim was resolved. In her claim, she listed all of the laws being broken by pushing their restrictions. And because of this, the school had to lift the mandates and she effectively freed her school district. This might be a game changer and I'm going to play this for you right now. Um, 
And I'm holding in my hand the agreement that you recently signed in order to obtain $30 million in extra funds from the federal government. You've agreed to, you've agreed to enforce strict mask policies, strict contact tracing policies, free vaccination clinics for teachers and students, and you've agreed to bring in federally funded social workers to enforce this agenda. Since receiving these funds, the teachers have been encouraging our children to take vaccinations and that their age of consent is five years old. Really? Since when are any of these teachers in the school district qualified to give medical advice to children? And since when in the history of our great nation have you ever wanted to take on that liability? And who is liability if one single child dies of the vaccine? Due to this very unfortunate circumstance, I stand before you today with a letter of intent to file a claim against your surety bond. Please be advised that you will be personally liable for up to $100,000 per claim, and I have 10 claims. If you do not resolve the following issues within the next five business days. Number one, Jan Michael Greenberg needs to resign. Number two, remove all masking and testing requirements both on and off campus and stop recommending them entirely. Number three, close down any and all vaccine clinics to stop and stop recommending them to anyone. From this day forward, it will be the sole decision of the parents to make health-related decisions for their children. Number four, you must renegotiate all of your terms with regard to the most recent ESSER contract. Moving forward, every line item that you agree to must be voted on by all of the parents. You must provide us your books, because at number five, we will perform an audit with regards to school spending as well as the spending of disaster funds over the past two years. And number six, you must, and I mean you must, remove all the books in the school libraries or curriculum that promote pedophilia, underage sex, abortion, or any other unacceptable forms of sexual influence upon our children. During every communist regime takeover in the country in the history of our world, they've always used these programs to divide. Thank you for wrapping it up. Now she's going to serve them. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to give members. I'm just serving them. You are not allowed to serve in the yeah, public. I must serve them public. You are not to take that. And that's Awesome, look at that smile, she's walking away, that is how you take care of these snakes. Yep, and so, speaking of snakes, Morning Joe pushing the Facebook propaganda about Russian hackers. And online misinformation spreaders ahead of the elections. Yeah. yeah, They mean citizen journalists who know the news is fake and the people behind fake news want off half of the population and slave the other half. So there's that. Look at the comment section. People are wide awake and letting their voices be heard. How does it feel to be pulling in more views and engagements than MS at DNC? Patriots, keep the pressure on. Squeeze the beat. Beak of Mockingbird Media shut permanently. You are the news now. Russia, Russia, Russia. The only Russia we need to worry about is Democrat-funded assets rushing from Dropbox to Dropbox at 4 a.m. on election night. So I'm going to play a little bit of this, and I'm going to start reading you some of these comments, and then we're going to move on. Joining us now 
is another former Facebook employee with criticism of the company. Katie Harbath was a public policy director at Facebook. She's now chief executive of Anchor Change, a company focused on issues at the intersection of tech and democracy. Over the weekend, she wrote a guest essay for the New York Times entitled, I Worked at Facebook, It's Not Ready for This Year's Election Wave. And in it, she writes in part, quote, So here we go as they talk. How many millions did they pay for Biden's election? Shout out to George Floyd on 617 days of sobriety. Then Congress needs to shut constitutional democracy killer down. All this talk of the Joe Rogan podcast, I had to check it out, and he makes a lot of sense. I'm sure he's not very popular with the programmed by media crowd. That's from David. I would personally like to thank Dementia Joe for the Red Wave movement in 2022. Let's go, Brandon. Add Facebook to the heap of outdated things like eight track tapes, boom boxes, and mittens. That is so true. It'd be great when Facebook just fades away. Like, I remember those guys, just like eight tracks, folks. Yeah, it's not about freedom or personal choice, says Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. I agree, says Joe Biden. So a lot of folks are making their comments below old MSNBC, and uh, I bet you they're not liking that at all. These Russians you see everywhere, are they in the room with you now? Oh, my goodness, you guys see so many. The Russians are in your mind like Trump is stuck in your tiny little head. Let's go, Brandon. We'll shout out to George Floyd again for 617 days you know, English and Spanish. of sobriety <laughs> as we move forward you always wonder about old mika let's see where's she at she's right about uh, let's see is she here anywhere no 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 i don't see her i thought i saw her in the beginning yeah i did i've got to show her face right there she is there she is mika brzezinski right so if you go a step further you know that uh Zbigniew Brzezinski, handpicked by David Rockefeller to be the organizer of the Trilateral Commission, discussing citizens in today's time who are becoming increasingly alert and awake to the dirty games in politics. He says, quote, it's easier to kill a million people than to control a million people. This globalist was counselor to President Lyndon Johnson after Kennedy's assassination, former U.S. National Security Advisor to Jimmy Carter, endorsed George H.W. Bush for president, and was co-chair of Bush's National Security Advisory Task Force, and he served on Bush's Foreign Intelligence Advisory Board. He's also the lead foreign policy advisor to Barack Obama. His daughter, guess what? His daughter's Mika Brzezinski. Oh, yeah. His son, Mark Brzezinski, was chosen by Joe Biden to be the United States ambassador to Poland. Let's listen to his voice. The lethality of their power is greater than ever. Their capacity to impose control over the politically awakened masses of the world is at a historical low. I once put it rather pungently, and I was flattered that the British Foreign Secretary repeated this as follows, namely in earlier times, it was easier to control a million people, literally, it was easier to control a million people than physically to kill a million people. Except for now with the COVID shop. Easier to kill a million people yep. than to control a million people. Yep. He sounds like a demon himself, right? What does he say on Ukraine? He says, quote, Ukraine is the key. If Ukraine is a strong country that stands on its own, 
Russia will remain within its borders. A weakened Ukraine risks an expansionist Russia. Take a good look at that face and those eyes. That's the face of a man possessed by many demons who hasn't slept in a long time. So the uh, old guard is falling apart. COVID narrative is crumbling. The vaccine narrative crumbling. Lockdown narratives crumbling. Fauci's reputation's crumbling. Big Pharma's credibility is crumbling. Faith in medical field. Stock market's crumbling. Banking system, Russian collusion, Ukraine corruption, Hollywood, fake news. They're all falling down. The system was cracked to high hell. Trump couldn't fix a broken system. He was at, he was tasked to get into the driver's seat, hit the sweet spots and fully break in and get the out of the way of the collapse. We don't want him back right now. The cabal pillars have been taken out. The roof has to collapse on Biden, not President Trump. We need a new system. Patel Patriots devolution is entirely correct. I would also urge you all to research Professor Peter Dale Scott's research into deep state to see just how long Devolution has been abused by our government to subvert the Constitution and give power to shadow organizations. And here's a reminder from Ezra Cohen, remember, describing in total the strategic warfare that we are facing today. It's a war started by President John F. Kennedy and being completed by President Donald J. Trump. It's a dismantling of what we know today as the cabal. The Department of Defense has started the process of formalizing but we have long known the fundamental role of U.S. special operations in defense and foreign policy by elevating special operations forces to a level on par with military departments as authorized and directed by Congress. As we enact these reforms, we follow the vision of President John F. Kennedy who predicted the rise of special operations nearly 60 years ago. He foresaw, quote, another type of war, new in its intensity, ancient in its origin, that would require a whole new kind of strategy, a wholly different kind of force, forces which are too unconventional to be called conventional forces, which are growing in number and importance and significance. President Kennedy gave these remarks at the opening of the nuclear age, when the Pentagon was primarily organized to plan and direct large conventional operations against superpowers, not special operations short of overt declared conflict. The global demands for special operations forces then and now has confirmed President Kennedy's foresight. And now, under the leadership of President Trump, we are fully realizing President Kennedy's prescient view of special operations forces. It is fitting that we are again entering an era of great power competition as we gather to infer, affirm the importance of special, the special operations community. Then as now, I know special operations forces will play a vital role and by the historic reforms we have enacted today, we will ensure Special Operations Forces as a civilian advocate commensurate to the secretaries of the other military departments. I am honored to serve as your service secretary. Thank you very much. Unveiling it all.
showing that these folks back from the Kennedy days, right after the assassination, that snake was part of it, to the new where this man stands and gives a speech that's uh, different than anything we've heard before from the Pentagon or anything in that capacity, right? So we're watching this all play out. We're talking about some strong people, uh, men of valor, women of just courage, courageous um, fortitude, everyone standing together in different places around this earth, in different places showing the masses and the numbers of people supporting the children who we're trying to defend for their future, for the future of many nations across this earth. And what's the one thing that can hit our heart harder than anything? Well, it's the children. And uh, when we were in uh, Port Hope, there was uh, hundreds and hundreds of people uh, heading to Ottawa, but there was a lot of people that couldn't make it, so they brought food and all kinds of items for the truckers and whatnot, and we're asking people to take it up there. So we, we took a few bags. I just uh, got overwhelmed. We opened up one of the bags to see what they, were, what they had in them. And I got punched in the heart. Um, whoever these people are, they had their kids do up uh, a bag with a cookie in it for the truckers. And they attached a note with it, put their artwork on there. Sorry, I'm getting emotional again. I'm going to show you what it was. And this is why we're doing what we're doing. Some little kid made this. Reach for the stars, we believe in you. And there's a picture of a truck. Inside of it, they left a note. The note says, Dear Mr. or Mrs. Trucker, it's really awesome that you're standing up for human rights. I'm only 11, so I don't know much about it, but I believe what's happening is wrong. And I know you can do it. Sincerely, Kate. And she's got a... a cookie and a baggie for a trucker. This is absolutely amazing, and this is why we're doing it. All you parents out there that know what's going on, God love you for letting your kids know. I'm going to sign off. Please just share this everywhere. This is amazing. But nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we come to you now thanking you for all that you've done for us, for bringing folks together, for opening eyes, for answering prayer in so many ways. And Lord, using something that uh, we've been asking for for many, many years, in a sense, sometimes we call out for revival, we call out for awakening of the people to get closer to you. And after the interview today and after talking to many folks, we've discovered more and more that many are turning to you in this time of need across this earth. Many come to you when they're in the bunkers and they're in fear. And they're, they know that the only sense of peace and hope they get is by praying, by drawing close to you through your son, Jesus Christ, who died for us on the cross and is alive well and now. We thank you for who you are and what you've done in our lives. We lift up these truckers to you. 
the families that are making the meals, those that have donated, those that are on their knees praying. We ask that you would continue to provide us these sense of belonging to each other the way that you uh, want us, not divided. So we ask for continued protection over all of them. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, folks, for hanging out with us. Thank you for continuing to watch these videos. Hopefully it's helping you out and it's helping uh, others out. We uh, encourage you to continue to do your research and uh, support folks where you can. For now, this is LT with Them We Know. Signing out. Hey, this is Naomi, um, the holistic travel nurse. I'm signing out. I hope that this uh, long episode that I just took from him, I hope you go see it. But if you go to um, Triple Crow SGT report, there are steps how to, um, you know, serve and um, file a, a criminal complaint. These need to be done. And I was trying to get this stuff together. I haven't had time. I had some family issues. And so I've had to put off the things I want to do for you guys. And for the fight, I've had to put it off because family. And so I will get to it. And I hope that you are. And if you if you are one of those that listeners and you have done the fight and you've done the work and you've done this and done that awesome 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 I want um, to hear from you and I um, would really appreciate that you would um, share that stuff on my telegram um, reach out to me in um, email and let's chat let's have you on the podcast let's figure out how we can um, have ideas into being supportive and you know fighting the good fight you know what i mean it's time to fight the good fight god bless